Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen. And today, the game's up. We're not playing anymore. This is Will Jar. No more games. The Will Jar is here. No more games. No children in the building. No children. If you're under the age of 18, just close the video. Don't watch it. We're gonna we're gonna be spitting some facts today, and you're not gonna like them. What's she doing? <laughs> what? Cats are so freaking weird, dude. Oh. <laughs> what? So, bro, I got some opinions that I'm willing to share. That uh... are they misogynistic? Because if they're not, I'm not interested in hearing them. They are damn white misogynistic, bro. The covers are off. I'm not I'm not here to play games. The filters are coming back. The true jar's coming out tonight. True jar's coming out. You see all these people out there. And they're wages. Rages? Rages. Oh, they're wages. Just wages, yeah. They ain't hustling like they're supposed to. Mm. They're out here. You know, like pro women's rights, and they got it all wrong. They're not members of the J the Jar University. They're yet. not members of the Jar University. They've not signed up, and that's why they're wages. They ain't trying. You're saying they're trapped in the Matrix, sort of thing. Yeah, they're trapped in the Matrix. They don't want to take the red pill. They don't want to wake up. You must be one of the few people who've seen. Matrix 4 before Matrix 1. Yeah. I did actually see Matrix 4 before Matrix 1. <laughs> and What did you think of Matrix 1? Matrix 1 we is watched a, it together. It's an absolute masterpiece. I think it's so perfect in like how it kind of does like the deeper cyberpunk stuff but so entry level. And that's why it was basically a huge success because it was this it's like stuff. just the right level of like philosophical cool ideas yeah. with the action, with the visuals, with that kind of anime influence. It is an anime movie. It's live action anime, straight yeah. up. And it's just perfect for that. It doesn't dwell on the action. It doesn't make it yeah. like center stage. It was right where that like technology was right the perfect level too, where it like it wasn't too far like Matrix Four, you know. Where it like looks garbage, there's like dibby robots and all this like dumb stuff going on. It was like cool still and kind of creepy and weird and yeah. But I liked it a lot and like looking at how like the forefront is, it's like they're like trying to recapture that spark. But that spark was a lightning in the bottle. The original Matrix is just to watch it, only watch it, and have just a great time. Yeah, there's I'm no, a big there, fan. There's no, there, there are no sequels to the Matrix, as far as I'm concerned. Maybe, maybe if you want to watch the Animatrix, that's pretty sick. Yeah, because that's actually got a bunch of um, like Japanese um, like um, directors that yeah. just added to that. So it's like universe. feeding into the yeah. the origins of it, the inspirations of it. It's cool. It's it really cool. Gives you a bit of lore. It does, and uh, like having watched recently the um, Indigo Gaming's like history of Cyberpunk. And obviously the last video in that series so far is focused on like the Matrix era. Really? And yeah. And like that, the whole cyberpunk genre is like fascinating to me because it is like... I got I got the first one downloaded on my phone. I haven't started it yet. Um, but I'm, re I'm ready to go in deep. 
Origins? Because it focuses on the Blade Runner era and the, the Origins being, you know... Is that where it begins, sort of? Yeah, well, it really begins with, like, you know, do androids dream of electric sheep and then yeah, no yeah, and Blade Runner. Oh, who's this? Bloody hell. Who's this android coming in on over here? There's... Well, you're still in the Matrix over there, bro. Have you gained your empathy yet? We need to do we need to retire you? Eh? Sorry guys, my, my Bugatti uh, broke down on the way. Um, hey, that's typical Bugatti behaviour. Look, you should have got a bit of Lambo. Way out the Matrix over here. I was I was speeding away from the Matrix in my Bugatti, um, and I blew a gasket. Yeah, you blew you blew a gasket on a W sixteen Rev. W sixteen, you blew a gasket on that thing. Do you know how much that is? You better be working hard for it. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, you're on the right track. You ain't gonna be a wagey. Yeah, don't don't be a wagey. A wagey? Be a uh, Matrix escaper. Be a Bugatti. Wake up. But back to the actual conversation. Before we got interrupted by the wagey here. The rude wagey coming in. But yeah, having watched that entire YouTube series, um, yeah, definitely recommend it if like Cyberpunk is like a an interest. <laughs> I'm glad you finally have, have have seen the light and watched the Blade Runner movies. If I'm being yeah, right. I've 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 gone in on Blade Runner, and I've seen I saw 2049 before t the original. Overrated. And 2049 is the better movie, and I think it's like perfect in a lot of ways. I think visually it's like immense. The soundtrack is great. Uh, Ryan Gosling's like really good in it. Which, I really liked it. I'll be real, all. which one has the better soundtrack? Which Blade Runner? Of the original Blade Runner has, has like a phenomenal soundtrack. The Vengala soundtrack is like so, so good. It's something, it's something else, man. It's something beautiful. I've listened to it an insane amount since I've watched the movie. Like Blush Response. Because on the Spotify it has like dialogue from the movie before the actual song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh fuck, it just makes me want to watch it again. Because mm. it's like... The original movie has its flaws. The romance between Rachel and Deckard is not perfect. Yeah, it feels pretty weird at times. No chemistry. No yeah. chemistry at all. But it's like all the little segments, you know, when he's in, in that, um, examining the picture and oh, everything like that is just perfect. The villain is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, overall, I really love that movie. I just love that world. You know, I watched the, like... Um... Did you watch the final cut? Yes. Because that, that's the one I think... Um... Yeah. Yeah, you do. if you're watching Blade Runner and that Harrison Ford narration comes in, switch it off. Turn it off. Mm. Press the X button or the, you know, the off button on your remote. It's no good. No. Cringy. No good. Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm in a I'm definitely in a cyberpunk like uh phase at this at the moment. I'm a bit uh, just in the mood for it. Jim, are we in the afternoon, morning, evening, or night right now? Uh, bit of some of them. Come on, change your gear on your goddamn Bugatti and get in the mood right now. Come on. My, my what? Bugatti. <clears throat> Bugatti. Oh, my Bugatti. Uh, you Bugatti. Um, you see, when you're did driving... You know, did you know, I went to a dealership and I was like, don't, don't buy the Bentley. And you know what I did? I bought the Bentley. Why'd you buy a Bentley? Man? How much? Oh, a lot. 160. 
106. <clears throat> is that all? 160. <laughs> 160, is that all? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 you're missing, you're missing. I got another one in the UK. I got two Bentleys. What's that? 320. Yeah. Six <sighs> figures for a car. Stupid. Yeah, generally, seven generally figures, speaking, pointless. generally speaking, it is absolutely stupid to spend more than at least fifty. Fifty is the max you should ever spend on a car. Fifty. If you if you have fifties to just drop on a car right now, what would you buy? If you just have fifty, just just to drop. I wouldn't drop it on a car. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine it. <laughs> no, this this is the thing to me. Like, if if I was like rich, rich, like. I, I'm talking like, not like like billionaire, because billionaire like is is meaningless, right? Billionaire means you have. You... No, no, no. Sorry to interrupt, bro, but I was thinking about this because I rewatched that Batman movie, Mask of the Phantasm, mm. back when being a billionaire was such an absurd concept that it was reserved for a superhero. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like as a kid growing up, it was like, oh, that's just that's silly. No one's yeah. actually a billionaire. Yeah, and now we're like <laughs> Yeah, and and then likes. then you you realize if if someone is a billionaire, they're a super villain. Yeah. There's no there's no superhero billionaires. It's like actually impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you have to be morally corrupt to be a billionaire. Yeah. To remain being a billionaire, you have to be morally corrupt. So so like what Why is it such a kind of attractive concept to people? What are you going to be doing with that? Like so driving what? a Bugatti? <laughs> Yeah, no, it is all like driven now by clout culture. Is that you want this money because then you're going to get clout. You want the money only... just for the sake of having the money. Like, yeah, no other reason. So you can flex. Like, why else did you buy a f- mega yacht and like f- cruise around? Like, because you want to be. A... There's apparently There's like, like a no whole like sub market of like billionaires. Like, just they he- they hear that another billionaire got like a the new yacht or whatever. So it's like, oh, my, now my yacht sucks. Yeah, mm. but the, the the amount of money these companies are making, that they, they're not just made, it's like, it's all ordered. So it's like, they won't even sell to you if you have gotten, like, enough, like, clout. It's like Ferrari, right? Their best top-of-the-line cars, you can only buy if you own, like, 40-plus of their cars already. So it's reserved for such 40. a few. Yeah. So, like, the LaFalari was like, you can only buy if you're, like, the, the VIP customer. You're, like, next mm. level. So that's why all these, like, in, like, uh, the Middle East, they have, like, collections of Ferraris that they never mm. touch because they have to to get the newest, coolest one. It's like, that's obscene levels of wealth that is stupid. When one of these cars can house someone, buy a house. Multiple. Yeah. Obscene Loads is the word. It is obscenity. It is yeah, decadent. Uh, no, no, no. Here's, here's, here's a fun fact for all of y'all. Um... <laughs> So since the cost of living crisis, right, for those who may live in a different country, in the UK, we're currently in the cost of living crisis where all bills are skyrocketing. Gas, electric, blah, blah, blah. Water, everything. Food. Yeah, Yeah, food is more expensive. Everything has gone up in price. Guess what the um, profits of British gas was recently reported? Billions. Two billion? 3.3 3.3 billion. No, there's which further. Is, that's that's baller. Is, if I'm being real, that's baller. That is baller, and that's many Bugatti. 
That's that's like a Bugatti factory. That's like three Bugattis. No, but, but here's the thing. Who Shell just posted their most profitable year in history. Yeah, no, but but guess guess what um, That's also baller. Guess what British gas's profits were before the cost of living? Oh, something pathetic like one billion? Less than a billion. Their profits have over tripled since they're charging the average person obscene amounts of money because the war and and Brexit and everything is making fuel more expensive for us to buy. It's making all these things harder to get. Well, then why the f*** are these people at the top, the tippity top, charging us more and making more? This is the thing. I think they're straight ballers. Why? No, no, <laughs> straight. Straight. <laughs> Why why have people been like propaganda to believe or propaganda but it's like we we've been like we're the victim here everyone's a victim here cuz it's a cost of living crisis we're all struggling in this crisis why are we calling it that when it doesn't exist there's no such thing as a cost of living crisis it's nothing more than companies having an excuse to charge you more while their bottom line doesn't change they are just making more profit when what it costs to give you that service doesn't change cuz it's like oil per gallon has not changed it's gone down since this started because of the war in Ukraine. Because the supply is stabilised. Hold up. I think it's fair. Bro, no, drop, drop this Andrew Tate. Like, this is actually, like, we need to stop calling it a cost of living crisis. It's not a cost of living crisis. There's no victim here. We're just being exploited by companies that we're too afraid to fight. No, I was having a conversation with my ma the other day. Who, um, she does substitute teaching. Right. So she she sees these uh, these little kiddies and what they talk about, and I was I was trying to communicate the issue that is Andrew Tate to her. Mm, yeah, and she there's like whole programs going on in the UK to try and counter his influence. No, it's but, but because all the people teaching, obviously, they're not terminally online because they're yeah, so they're, you know, they're chronically underpaid. Um, any free time a teacher has is normally used planning for the next lessons or whatever, un- unpaid. Um, so they don't have time to be watching shorts, TikTok. TikToks. You know, they, they don't know what's going on. But it's, also, how, how do you counter, counter it to begin with? You just have to educate younger boys on what Andrew Tate is saying and what is, like, the dangers of that. No, tell him the lies because it's like there's a lot of things that are being put forward by him and that whole clique that is just lies being presented in a way to make you hate women but it's it's not just him no that it's, it's a whole like clique I, I think it's it's a massive problem with a, a more politically active generation combined with the the short appeal of TikTok where you're getting one section of like a point or an argument and there, it's it's heavily the edited around. Yeah, but that's the thing. That you, say, you you say politically active, but <clears throat> it's not though. It's like the the slacktivism thing, where it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all online, like well, yeah, no, but but uh, poli- yeah, politically active is the wrong word. Politically aware, mm. they're aware of these these terms and phrases and and what this stuff sort of means. But when actually applying it to the r- the real world, it's like. It, it, it does not compute. They're like they haven't built the 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 objective judgment there to form real opinions, and that's why I think any politicism f- for people that are much younger, whether it's left or right wing stuff, it's inherently kind of dangerous. 
and is, alienating against to whichever side you yeah which is why you so desperately need to sign up to the Beltman University and you've got to yeah, you're, you're yeah. it's only going to cost you around five hundred pound a month. But trust us, we're not lying here. We yeah, know how if, to make. If you, you want to start making serious money in a politically charged um, environment, it will allow you to escape the matrix. Let's just cut the crap. Yeah, you're it, not signing up for like. Up oh yeah, um, not the matrix. It, what's it, something? It'll, what's allow us to escape um, Night City, the subspace. <laughs> Subspace, dark orbit sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> it'll yeah. allow you to escape. You're orbit. you're you're going to become the dark orbit of the woke leftist light orbit. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but like we there's the thing is this whole Andrew Tate um like thing that's going on is this comes to a greater thing of like male emotions, right? Because it's like they're they're a lot of these younger boys don't have that, f- or they're just not getting the support they need, so they're seeing these. This empowering man who's like, you know, you can do it for yourself, you're strong. And that's where he's clinging to these boys because they're not just getting the support they need when they're younger. And it is a simple case of you fix a lot of problems by just supporting men when they're in that stage. Because that will generally fix and at least support so much a lot of the problems that everyone faces. And that's a, a, a very horrible truth, but it is truth. Good afternoon. Sign up now, £500 a month. <laughs> Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, everybody. And welcome to the Patreon section of the Jar Media Podcast. No, not today, bro. No, we've done not that. Not today, we've done that for this month. Um, eh? Yeah, I'm, I'm your host, Alex, joined by Jim and James. You know, let me shout out the Jar Media Patreons. The Beltman Brothers, the only rival to the Tate Brothers. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop down this mocking. Like, yeah, we got it. It's Stop actually dangerous. We got, we got real Shit back. is dangerous. I f***ing hate Andrew Tate. He can f*** off. They all can. Make that clear. Unless you sign up for £500 a month. Yeah. <laughs> Where you hear our real opinions. Yeah. Um, Red pill? Taken. Is, is Billy okay? She's like been acting really weird. No, earlier she was like rolling around on the floor. She's the gargoyle. She's excited, breathing in all this cigar smoke, loving it. There's like, you know, that's like animal abuse, but you can't say that. <laughs> yeah. No, but to be fair, she is choosing to sit there. She can literally just walk out and be fine. Yeah, but it's an addictive substance. <laughs> She's like coked out of her face, like, ooh. Yeah. Um, God, I can't think of the last cast where we introduced it so late. Yeah. I think it's because sometimes you need like more serious discussions. And it's like one of the things I like talking about on Jar is like the deep stuff. When well, there's actually like a discussion and back and forth. We have, we have a few. We don't been your mama. Because there's a lot of times when Jama. it's like the vibes aren't equal between us all that lead to these good discussions. And sometimes it's like one of us is a bit lower and it just doesn't get that proper like half hour like meaty discussion. Because well, to be honest, with the whole Tate thing, I wanted to pretend. I wanted to believe that you that could be him. <laughs> <laughs> no. That... It wasn't as influential as it actually is. No, it's, it's scary how influential The, the it fact, is. like, thinking about it now, like, go, going for the youth. Yeah. No, this is the scary thing is that I've, I probably mentioned this last time about my, like, nephew, right? He's mm. like, what? Oh. That is disturbing. How old is no, he? But, no, but here's the thing. How old is he? He's probably seven, eight. No, but here's the thing. And he knows who Andrew no, is. He can't read or write. He can't read... But he knows who Andrew Tate is. How? Through what? Because the kids in school are telling him. 
if you go to primary school, because I know it's the meme we made the video about how old kids are mentally ill, the short, right? This is what I mean is that there's kids in these schools, eight-year-olds, talking to other guys, other boys about Andrew Tate. They're repeating what Andrew Tate says, and they're eight years, years old. That is a horrifying prospect. And the fact that my nephew, when I was just standing there cooking, like, pasta for my lunch, was said Andrew Tate, and I was like, instantly. Yeah, what exactly did he say? What did he say? Um, what did you hear him say? Because really, because we I was talking to my niece about like some something political. She she likes debate. She likes like challenging subjects, which is cool. Because I I'm trying to get your niece, which is how old? She's like twelve. Mm -hmm. So I'm like trying to like open that up to her and actually talk about more serious subjects. And it's like we came onto the subject of misogyny because she's in school. She's like learning about it, which is good. She's learning about that. It's important. And then. My, my, my the nephew, her brother, said Andrew Tate, and then it was just like I instantly clicked and was just like, Ethan, how do you know that? And it was just like, oh, I hear it at school. It's like holy, eight years old, and they're talking about Andrew Tate. That is like, oh, should that should be bringing alarm bells across the nation because that's scary. Mm -hmm. But that's the problem though, cause because because no, but the thing is, generations how... above us don't know who he is. Yeah, but then this is the thing. In in, we're only going to see the repercussions of this twenty de in two decades time. When they're our age, when they're doing shit that is actually just f disgusting, because they've been taught this from so young, it's so concerning. And there's like, what other counter figure is there for Andrew Tate? Who's saying the opposite on a platform as big as his? No one. There's no other counter argument to him. Well, because it's like even though he is, as of the time recording this, like he is in jail, it doesn't matter. Like, he's in the Warhammer memes, he's in the Cobb memes, he's Fucking in... Fucking Warhammer! Every single community. Which is so ironic. F Warhammer. And Andrew Tate's infiltrated that community. F***ing hell. If you're on TikTok, if you're looking at these shorts, like... I can't escape it. Mm -hmm. I can't escape it. It's like car guys are obsessed. It's like, you're enough of a red flag. You shouldn't be liking Andrew Tate. You're <laughs> undateable. It's quite... It's quite scary. Honestly. It's really scary. It's really scary, and it's like I'm. It's like almost need to like, because my mum didn't know who Andrew Tate was, because I Why freaked out. Yeah, that's the thing. I freaked out at him. Was asking like, who do you know? How do you know this? And she was like, who? Who is he? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then she was talking to her colleagues at work who are our generation about it, and they instantly had a response. It's like anyone above thirty just doesn't know. Mm -hmm. There's people our generation who don't know. This is what we've been saying time and time again. We weren't ready for social media. No, we weren't. We, we absolutely were not ready weren't. for what it's capable of, for the messages it's able to spread the way it is. Yeah, fire. So my algorithm is not Andrew Tate. You know, it's evening with the car stuff is limited now because it's more just memes. I can't fucking escape it. I can't escape Andrew Tate. These kids, they're not going to escape him because they're going to be the prime audience. They're only going to see him on Sneaker and all these other. Hmm. Yeah, if you want some, if you want some pure, unadulterated cringe, like Sneeko's Twitter mm. is is where you got to go. I sent you that clip, Jim. Mm -hmm. And who's that other one? Um, There's his, a few. No, the little like little Andrew Tate. He's like little man. God, I'm not sure. Because there's so many clips of him in the. What do you? They've got like a name for that community, uh, like the Manosphere, I guess. The uh, the red, the red <laughs> pillars. 
But the, the, I feel like the ultimate irony is that they use all this language, escaping the Matrix, taking the red no, the, pill. The, the whole escaping the Matrix thing, having talked about the Matrix now, I've instantly watched it, is the cringiest thing because it's like, they've clearly not watched it. Because <laughs> for like the four plus how many years you've been on this planet, the most NPC placeholder male you can design is just a misogynist. Andrew Tate is the NPC. If you're escaping the, the Matrix, it's like you don't want to be like Andrew Tate. What's it, Sneaker? Let's just, he likes to call people bots. He is a f- bot. When, when this is, yeah, this it's the most bottish behaviour. Yeah, you're a bot. Like, you're, you're kind of been on this planet so long and everyone f- hates you. So why the f- do you think you're special now, you? I, I generally, Andrew Tate just like, ugh, it makes really me go off on one word. Bring something out of you, man. No, it's because it's like someone... No, this is a thing. It's like, I'm seeing my nephew say this stuff fine. It's now I'm like... That's I'm, too real. That's too close that's to too home. Real. Yeah, and now I'm like, I've got to have a fucking bigot. I've got to now, like, take take a step up and, like, be the f- white figure for this this kid. Why is a little because, boy in Wiltshire saying these things? Yes! Why? And it's like, the thing is, someone has to do something. And, it's, and it's up to... It's up someone to, has to be jar. Does, yeah, us. <laughs> someone has to be jar. <laughs> And that someone who has to say something is Jar. Has to be Jar. No, but this is, is the thing. <laughs> the the almost the only people who can actually stop this this is is men, because if someone has been influenced by Andrew Tate, they're not going to respect women. Women's not going to be able to talk sense into them because they're they're misogynistic now. So the only thing is men. So it's up to men to take a step up and teach these kids that this ain't right. What were you thinking about when you were eight years old? Um, That's what I was just thinking when you were mentioning your like twelve-year-old niece talking about like political stuff. It's like when I was twelve, I was playing Spider-Man on no, Wii. No, but no, even you know, more. Like Super Mario Bros. just come out. Oh yes. Yeah. No, but yeah. Even, That's what matters. Even more. Then you consider like just because this, this was a subject recently, eleven years ago we were making videos, YouTube videos, being cringy. We were fifteen. And we were still not politically aware. Mm-hmm. So when these, these kids get to 15, they're going to consume three, four years of this political content. How, how are they going to be when they're 15? Yeah, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because you want people to be aware. You want them to be aware. But I, I don't think it is a double-edged sword. It's it's just a whole a, a sword. A held, single-edged sword. Yeah, yeah but no, held there's, backwards. Yeah, there's no, there's no, no double-edged sword. So, so there's no, like, offence. It's just you're killing yourself. Yes. Mm. There's no like benefit to any knowing yeah, any yeah. of that stuff. It literally you either you go down the white path, you <laughs> end up being like a misogynistic racist, or you become left and you want to kill yourself anyway. Because literally, it's just miserable. Well, yeah, yeah. We're like you're just like gatekeeping who can who is actually part of the left. Yeah, which you're is not left enough. Yeah, yeah, man. And truthfully, it doesn't matter how left you are, as long as you hate Andrew Tate, it's a unified front. <laughs> and we've got to stand up and fight Andrew Tate. I, I think the <clears throat> the environment was perfectly set up for him to succeed. Mm. But yes. it, it points more to like a corp, like just banning him and getting rid of him, I feel like someone, doesn't someone else is just going to fill his place. No, that's say, the thing. Say the same thing. It's literally like the, it's an age-old history. don't even need to, though. It's like, it's, we look at our past, right? And whenever there is a vacuum of power, someone's going to take that. You cannot stop that. And by banning him, you just make make him a martyr. Mm. So then who's going to pop up? Someone else. So how, like, how do you counter that? 
through education, through being the white one model. It's like people need to realise it's the whole thing of like, oh, if you see someone get like assaulted or in the street, oh, you don't do anything because it's someone someone else's. We all think like that. But now it's the point of if you see anything to do with Andrew Tate, it's your responsibility to get up and actually do something about it. We've got to take a to step up. Anyone who's listening has to step up because it's the only way not any of this shit is going to improve. Stop being a baby. Stop being a little bitch. But what do you mean? Counter and this do shit. What? Communicate. Talk. Tell people what Andrew Tate well, yeah, is that, actually saying. That's, that's what I saying. mean, like, about um, how it, it was just set up for someone, like, if, if it wasn't Andrew Tate, it was going to be someone else. Yeah. Mm. Where, like, social media has been so, like, throttled by, like, group sort of agreement on, on topics. For some, so, Of course the person who's saying the opposite to everything that is the consensus... Mm. Is gonna blow up because people haven't heard it. Yeah, and it's it's just like this fresh stimuli. So then I don't think it was entirely up. fresh though, because there's been misogynists on the internet before. They no, just but, didn't. But like he he is eloquent. He can like. I think no. I think he, it's he, more the like the the format. Um, <clears throat> I think the way TikTok and YouTube Shorts kind of was just like perfect at the time where that yeah, type yeah, of that yeah. the algorithm was just in his favour at and, that but, time. And he speaks in a way where he's very like clippable. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, and yeah. like and he, it's part of the business model. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, because he had other people sharing his stuff. Um, that they were paying him to share his stuff. Yeah, so um, it's almost weirdly too late. Like the message is already out there. Like, yeah, and it's just continued to be shared because the shit gets views and it makes probably money. Making money from his clips. Hmm. Oh, definitely. No, because that's what the algorithm. The algorithm isn't really concerned what the content is. It's, it's, more it's like, engagement. Yeah, it's, it's whatever engagement. engages most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it is. It's just like when you when you're any of these younger boys and you see like this figure who's like so well spoken is so like. Mm -hmm almost polite about what he says when he says it so you're like he must be the good guy then but the, well, yeah, like you don't speaks, realize what he speaks if you're an, if you're eight years old and you see someone speaking with such confidence with such yeah no it's, it's the leader thing so i mean actually we're, we're attracted to the leader uh -huh. that type of person mm -hmm. and that type of person now is andrew tate to literally hordes of children yeah it's and it's he he definitely is a role model for a lot of people and it's real it's like yeah well, i think that? that's that kind of comes back to like a, there being a lack of role models in general mm. like who on especially the especially like, for young dudes yeah that's the thing yeah. it's like i've i've never grown up with a role model like at all there's never been anyone that's like well this is what i should um, aspire hello. to for sight you <laughs> you both i guess yeah it's quite a conundrum isn't it it's, yeah, I think, like, I, I don't think I'm smart enough or educated enough or, like, anything to, to be able to have an, any any type of answer to how to, like, combat this. I just know that it's like if you hear, like, anyone in your family talking about it, you just need to have a conversation. It doesn't matter if you disagree or not, you just need to talk. And that's the thing when it's right and left politically, people don't want to talk. People don't want to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's now it's like even more important because if you go to any of these Andrew Tate fans and you're instantly being aggressive, that means they just think they're white. Yep. So it's like you just have to like approach it. It's just like talk. 
like you're not you might not change their mind but a conversation when you're slightly just asking them well, why yeah. It might just it might bloom something that makes them see what the what the Andrew Tate if, content if, is. If you're civil with someone who like drastically disagrees with you and you don't just like get aggressive and hostile, mm. then that that person's perspective, at least on your point, your your, your like argument group that yeah. you're in with your beliefs and everything, they're gonna hate you less. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, they're not all the, this demon that, like... Yeah. Like, so so many people are, like, just have this innate hatred of, like, the other. Yeah, and, and I the think... the perfect example is, like, other drivers. Yeah. The second someone's, like, the other. Oh. The other car. The other, like, religious belief. The other political belief. Yeah, just the other. The, the other, the, like, Star Wars to Star Trek fan, you know? It's like, <laughs> PlayStation to Xbox. Yeah, yeah. It's if they belong to the other. That's, yeah, what, that, that's, that's the kind of stuff we're arguing <laughs> yeah. about. Yes. Like, you got a PS3? Loser. What have you got? What do you have? <laughs> Demon Souls. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but it's, it's so like that now, especially on the left socially, because it's like so many segments of the left are like that hyper, like, you don't yeah. agree with me, so f you. And well, it's like, it's, even yeah. someone I talk to is like neutral, and he's not turning me online. He just believes that all of left is like this, like witch mob. And it's like, mm. no, no, but there's so, so many sects of that, especially on the left. Because it's like, you can say the white is completely united as a united front, the left is a sex of different. It's like, you just look at World War Two or World War One and look how battlefields worked out. Your little sex ain't gonna do. Sh yeah. So that's that's why, and that's why everyone on the right views the left like that because it's just like this stupid infighting it's, it's, and this it's, attacking. It's, it's all these debates over like the the stuff that like isn't the the stuff that we shouldn't be biting each other's faces off over. You know, when there, there's like people to genuinely get angry at at the moment, Andrew Tate, especially in this country. Yeah, I mean, even even beyond that, like everything that's going on, the the people who are actually doing us wrong, yeah, are getting away with it. Yeah, it's it's not even in the the discussion. Of, mm. Yeah, it's not in the discussion whatsoever. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, because it's all yeah. It was genius from the 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 you know the one percenters who were like, yeah, if we can somehow get into a position where we get the middle class and the lower class to just always fight amongst themselves, mm -hmm. then we can just keep doing what we're doing. Gathering yeah. and hoarding our thing like Smaug in the f <laughs> with the, with their gold, and then like, we can keep doing that while they're doing that, you know? Yeah. And then the the lower class and the middle class are just getting closer and closer. And closer. <laughs> yeah. I what well, one thing which is it kind of annoys me is that like so many people like don't like discussions, but it's like when I have like any type of deeper like conversation, you know, be on like anything like science related or you know philosophy. It's like, there's never we, we never agree on anything, right? So I just can't, talking about it, it's like, it's there's so much I get so much dopamine from it because it's just yeah, like there's, such there's a no, good conversation. There's no stimulation like that, like yeah. you making a point and then someone making a counterpoint and you like, like that that is what communication is for. And it's it's generally like beautiful. Like I generally love it so much that even I'm like in a workplace environment and that's kind of like what I can talk about. It's like, and it, it generally does. Like, there's no... You can't say that that doesn't actually change people. Because it's straight up... You do just see things, like, from a slightly different perspective. Mm. And it is just... It leads to you being a fuller person. A more enriched person. 
So it's like, why would people like shy away from that? And it's like, obviously, because we like agree politically on things. So there's never like a discussion where we like such opposite points that mm. we don't, we get that. But yeah, it's like so vital to talk to people who don't, you don't agree it's with. Like, yeah. Seek out people you don't agree with, but not on this like campus, like white wing grifter, go to the most like rabid place yeah. and try and get into base. Just like a good conversation just goes a long way. Yeah, you gotta have an open mind, you know? Yeah, yeah. it doesn't make good content though. You gotta get the dunk. Yeah. Mm. Hence the whole like trend of going to like university campuses and mm. yeah, yeah. dunking on dunking kids. Dunking on students who didn't have time to prepare. Or and are stupid because they're students. Yeah, man. Um, Man, we gotta do housekeeping, right? There's a couple things we gotta address. <laughs> a couple things we gotta. Conversations from the previous episode we've got we've got to round out. Um, okay. This past week's drama, as far as the jail community is concerned, is obviously the logo change. That's one yes. of the big ones. Acrastiatic, mm. uh, sciatic says, "Sorry, not really a question, but please, you guys should change the logo back. It's effing with my mind." and has left me in a state of profound turmoil. But then Paulie Sam said the logo change is like the exact opposite of most corporate logos. Instead of simplifying the logo, it becomes soulful and slightly complex. Love it. But then MC said, I ain't vibing with the new logo. You can't mess with the classics. To which I say, I don't. No, is it, is is it just a classic because it's just like been the same? Yeah, no, they've got used to it. And it's like, it's the whole thing of like not wanting change because you're not comfortable with change. Yeah, because I felt that before when, like, you know, big companies have changed their logos and stuff, and it's like, why do you do that? But my my logic with changing it was this, right? Yeah, the nostalgia critic font, <laughs> the yeah. nostalgia critic font, funny, you know, Silly. iconic, iconic for the critic. But mm-hmm. like, when you look at it, it's just a font. It's like a pre. Yeah. We don't want to live in the nostalgia critic shadow anymore. Ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And something that's a bit more. A bit more chaotic, a bit more. I saw a bit some more woohoo, a bit more woohoo, a bit more like the Summerfield logo. That's what I'm after. Mm. You know? Oh, Summerfield, what a throwback! You know, we want to, we want to let Summerfield live on yeah. through us in a kind of the way. The baller supermarket. And I will say, I did mess. I, I did. I'll put my hands up for this. I used the. I, I did use the wrong shade of blue. I did. Yeah, I did. It is the wrong but, shade of blue. But the next day, the next day, I updated it to the right. The right shade of blue. No, I feel cool, like dude. the shade of blue has to. That baby blue's got to be there. Yeah, yeah, that is job blue. I got it right to the the right shade of blue. Baby, baby blue. Exactly. Do you actually know the the code for that paint, that color? Uh, no, because what I did wrong was I was using uh, the bear bear blue from the shirt. Ah, That's where yeah. I got it from. Because um, yeah, if you, if you look on the bear bear merch, there's actually the jar, the new jar logo has been on that for like. Since that ah. came out, um, little Easter egg just hidden in the corner, um, but no one seemed to notice that. Uh, so I figured, yeah, why not just make it worldwide? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I. What is the the jar blue code? Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. Because you need to actually send it to me. Because if 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 my car's not going pink, it's going jar blue. <laughs> like it just it kind of. That would genuinely rock. Yeah, yeah. Like it needs to be like <clears throat> someone's car has to be jar blue, and I can have actually no. That's the thing. I painted jar blue, 
And because I want anime girls on it because it's Drifter, you know. <laughs> I can make a design where, like, one of the sponsors is Jar Media. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's like, it is a rolling Jar Media. No, I've been thinking about this ever since we're, we're, there's a local coffee shop we go to. Yes. Divine. You know, Mark. Mark he he, he Mark. came up to us and he said, well, have you guys got, like, a logo that you can, like, put in a little frame and we'll put it up in the coffee shop for you? Oh. And I was thinking... I don't. I don't want the nostalgia critic one up there. Yeah, yeah that's I don't want bit, that. Yeah, um, you want it to match the vibe of his coffee shop as well. Mm-hmm. You want it to be a bit. Like, also, different. I want it to be more representative of us. And I feel like the mm. chaos of the current one. You know, the Summerfield thing's a bit more. It's a bit more us. Well, it's a, you it's could a say it's Disney. Yeah, or a little bit of Amazon with the little, little smile. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's another conversation. Seeing as we've already been ultra political this one anyway, we might as well go into this. I love political subjects because everyone gets angry at me every time I talk about <laughs> we, anything well, political. You were saying that actually, but um, Hogwarts Legacy was the the conversation of the previous it one. It was. And, you know, the comments were largely on your side actually. What did, bro, I can't remember what I said. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Well, what's your opinion? Uh, I love Harry Potter. <laughs> we had a bunch of feedback on this, so let's do okay. a few of these. Miniature Rani can get us going. Bear Bear Joe, just wanted to weigh in on the legacy discussion. As a trans woman who's been in the thick of the boycott since the start, for the trans people boycotting the game, it was about not supporting JK Rowling's IP any longer and raising awareness about her dangerous views on trans people coming up to release it has been hijacked by both sides and become the shitstorm we're currently seeing. It was never really about the game itself. We've always known the game was going to be a success no matter what we did. So we wanted to raise awareness of what JK Rowling has said and why her views are dangerous. Now seeing the harassing of streamers from people who don't understand why we started the boycott in the first place is incredibly damaging. I've received more hate online as a trans person in the last week than I ever have, and it's a direct result of the people taking the boycott too far. It feels like a thing that started about raising awareness has become, like Alex said, a culture war without any nuance. It's incredibly disheartening for me as a trans person to see so much unfiltered hatred that's deemed justified because, well, they harassed streamers and called us bigots, and people that claim to be on our side harassing and attacking people for just playing a dumb wizard game. It's absolutely exhausting for someone who just wanted to use the game's release to raise awareness about JK Rowling's transphobia and why it's wrong. Sorry for the long comment, but I had to weigh in as someone who's in the thick of it. And that's part of what makes it so complicated, isn't it? Because they've mm. the rights kind of hijacked this whole issue and they've turned an identity into like a political war which yeah. makes it like inherently a lot more sensitive and bark ape has this to say just a couple issues with the hogwarts legacy discussion but nothing major i've had a look into it and i can't find any cases of doxing surrounding the game and i've had have seen vastly more harassment towards people speaking against the game and secondly even though rowling had no input into the game, she still gets royalties for it, which is troubling because she put a lot of money into anti-trans causes. Again, you don't have the worst take I've seen on the game, but I think exaggerating the amount of harassment and downplaying the harm done by playing the game is just playing into the culture war BS surrounding it. As a trans person, if one of my friends decided to buy the game, I wouldn't get on the case about it, but I'd be kind of upset. Um, regarding the doxing thing, from what I remember, people can clarify that it was not an English streamer. It wasn't someone English or in the West. I think this happened, this was a, a Japanese streamer. Where they I can't, was it you that brought it up, James? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did because I, I looked into, there was a big thread about this specific person. And I saw clips of this person. 
Because the uh, the only one I saw on those grounds was uh, it's called like oh man I can't remember the name like girlfriend GF gamer plays or something that was I saw a little clip going around of like they had to stop their stream because of how toxic their chat yeah, was getting like, or whatever. Like yeah, there's probably been like one or two cases of doxing, but like that kind of this this um like people have to generally like step away from streaming because of like harassment. That's kind of been across the board. Uh, Deluxe Distraight said, As a trans man, I wholeheartedly agree with your takes on the Hogwarts legacy BS that's been happening lately. No one is actually saying or doing anything that helps trans people, which is what they claim to be doing by going out harassing people who play or buy this game. One of the YouTubers I watch, who's a fairly good ally, accepted a sponsor to play the game without knowing about the situation. And I've seen a lot of people say they're straight up unsubscribing, which I know won't last because of the way contro controversy... Trends and the fact he's made a statement of apology. It's also performative and not even in a way that helps. Um, and Jeffrey Moonworm said, Off the back of, I feel like the both sides are doing bad things, we need to have nuanced discussion narrative is dangerous when one side is actively calling for trans people to be practically illegal like JK is doing. Not saying there aren't idiots overly harassing people over a silly game, but it's one thing to get mean comments about playing a game and another to get comments devaluing your entire existence. Um, Alex Fish said, I think the biggest issue with Harry Potter and the IP is that a lot of Rowling's neoliberal views are integrated into the very core of the series. Sean made a really comprehensive video about it. I think James's take on it is the most sane, healthy way to look at this. It's so unhealthy and toxic when protests and boycotts go against the consumers and question their morality because that only alienates everyone against your cause. It's the same as the soup thing with the painting. The fact is that buying Hogwarts Legacy supports it in a way, in a way, a hateful and transphobic person. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that just because you buy it, you yourself are hateful and bigoted. And I think people on the left took the wrong approach to all of this. There was really no way for a boycott to actually work. It was a dumb exercise in futility and pissing everyone off. <clears throat> All in all, the game, at least to me, looks lame and boring. I hated the Assassin's Creed, blah, blah, blah. And uh, there's one more here from uh, Moniac. Statem statements like, If you value your personal enjoyment and consumption of a product over people and their rights, then you kind of suck. Don't hold up when you actually live by that standard consistently. And this was kind of the, the tact I was saying. I, I wasn't trying to, I don't know... It's that it's that classic meme, right? Where you say you say one thing, and then people like interpret all these conclusions based off this one thing you were saying. Where I was just trying to find some level of like consistency, um, where they were saying like, if buying Hogwarts Legacy is automatically endorsement of Rowling, then by the same logic, buying an Activision or EA game means you support crunch culture and worker abuse. If you eat meat, you support current meat industry practices. If you use YouTube, you support their policies and Google and all their investors. If you have a phone, you support the unregulated borderline slave labor, labor often employed to mine the materials used to make it. If you drive a car or even use non-renewable energy, you support pollution and don't care about climate change. If you buy a pair of trainers, you support sweatshops. If you use any of the over 2,000 products owned by Nestle, you don't care about starving kids so on and so on ad infinitum if you dig deep enough you can find a reason to boycott just about anything no one is going to fight 
every uphill battle all of the time, by your logic, genuinely everyone kind of sucks, including yourself. Just the fact that you're on the internet shows you haven't sacrificed your own enjoyment to prioritize doing the right thing at every possible opportunity either. That's why one has to pick and choose their battles instead of things like their knowledge, personal investment, and the amount of differences they can truly make. There are worse people who've done worse things that have more involvement in even more popular games. Someone without any personal attachment to this issue has no real reason to draw the line at this particular one. And I guess that was more the point I was trying to make. Where it's yeah, like, I, I, I think that's, that's where I was trying to say. But the, that, the, the first comment you read is probably the most illuminating to me where like it was it was just simply a boycott that these people were opting to take part in with no like like implication that everyone should do it and mm. that the game should sell zero copies it was based on their beliefs they were doing that mm -hmm. and then it spiraled out of control into this thing where either you're a good person that boycotts or you're a bad person that buys the game Mm. And, like, I, I was not aware that J.K. Rowling, like, supported anti-trans, like, funded it directly. So using that money, like, it, you can't expect everyone to know all this stuff. Um, yeah. Especially if, it, like, me, even when I had Twitter, I don't like J.K. Rowling as a person. I never really have. She's always been, like, just trying to sort of get attention. Mm-hmm. So I never followed her, so I never saw anything she said. Like you, you can't just expect people to know everything you know. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's, it seems like it's much more of like a challenge and a battle for the left to educate than the like reactionary right who is, you know, just jumping on the opportunity to to have this whole thing feed into the current culture war. Mm -hmm. um, Thing. It's like it's honestly such a mess. This whole thing, <laughs> especially with like all the recent stuff. Uh, like this is like a real issue in the UK specifically. Uh, Turf Island, as a lot of people call it. <laughs> um, man, yeah, it's just like what a mess. What a horrifying. Yeah, mess. it is like horribly in the news at the moment. It's not with Pete that it's generally like really depressing what's going on at the moment. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's severely awful here at the moment, and our government is disgusting uh Tories at it again being Tories uh and it is just like uh, crazy it's crazy yeah and I'm, I'm confused what like conclusions take away from it you know it's like such a bombardment of like yeah of conflicting like, and I can see like validity from like every angle yeah but you 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 just can't inherently expect other people to see things the way you see them. Mm-hmm. And it, I, yeah. it's, it's, it's like just a problem with believing you're right. There's, there's like a certain ignorance to that. Like, because you might be right, but if the other person doesn't have all the information, then they're, like, they're not right or wrong. They're just like doing what they would have done. Mm. Having known nothing, what you would do had you not known? Yeah, man. But I mean, like, none of us are playing Hogwarts Legacy, so. Well, no. I've done like I guess like if you're not 
like, I understand, like, boycotting it. Some people are going to boycott it because that's what they believe, right? But as, like, an ally, I'm not going to engage with it. Because then I'm not giving it more attention. Well, you know, yeah. I'm not putting, I'm not fueling the fire. And also it's like... Because that's the best thing you can do is to just be like, if you're not, if... I don't know how to word this in a not bad way, but, like, I'm doing my bit by not involving myself in it at all and not purchasing it. So like, yeah, especially if you're not educated I can't speak, in a subject. Yeah, I can't speak for I can't speak for them. I I can't express yeah, their yeah. views because you know that's theirs. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like I'm not going to take their voice away from this. So I'm just not going to engage with it. That's I'm, that's I'm like sure how I saw it at least. The, the, yeah. Yeah, I, I probably I just, got something wrong there, but no, I I totally get you. Like it's it's not because I think if it's not if, your battle, no. But mm. I just support it, so I'm not going to engage with it. I'm not going to secretly buy it because I want to play it. It's like yeah, I get your points, and because I get your points and I understand, I'm not going to buy it or engage with it. That's the thing because that's of, the best thing I I can do. Yeah, none of us are trans, none of us are Jewish, and those are the two big issues mm. with this game um so yeah the voices in that community i guess it's, it's up to them to try and, and truthfully i've never even seen any of the harry potter movies you so actually, not, you've never seen any of them nope and i've never so i've never really spoiled any of it okay um to end this segment then r slash jail media has this to say and this is the this is the final time we're going to mention the evil jarling, okay? Oh, Jesus. Can we just not? I, no, no, can I actually... I'm going to veto this now. This was nothing but a publicity stunt by one person to get clout. And I think you bringing this up, you're giving them the, what, the, what they want. You're giving this evil jarling what they want because all they want is validation from us for their little you, scheme. You know what? The evil jarling was more evil than the theoretical evil, evil jarling ever was. So I think let's not talk about Chris it. Chris Peacock is the is the evil. Is the true evil darling? Yeah. Um, for you, we're going to talk. Do you think you're not going to give this person what they want if we do talk this story? Well, it's, it's kind of too late, you know. This, but all I was going to say. No, but was, this is the final bit. This is where they're going to get all their dopamine. It's all going to be worth no, no, it because no, we're going to say the they're evil. Though. It's like that. There was one final update because there was this like final uh, meetup they were going to do. They posted about it on the subreddit. You can go and look at that. But let's just say it was a, a lame conclusion without any cool, you know, ending. Um, go on the subreddit, look at the post there. It's it's pretty fair to say it was all just fake. Um, too convenient the way it's all wrapped up. And uh, lame. So, uh, shame on you. Uh, I will say I called your bluff from the beginning. You didn't, yeah. you didn't slip one by me, bitch. Yeah, I mean... I feel like all of us called called BS pretty early on, but you know, it was a nice dream. It was yeah. a nice dream. I was I was willing to do a, like a Discord call with them and settle this beef, but they're they're too cowardly. Yeah, yeah. Fakeoid. <laughs> Don't be a fakeoid. Be a realoid. We'll see you after these messages. Be a hemorrhoid. Bye, bear, bear. Bye, bear, bear. I do declare, yeah. bye, bear, bear. <laughs> bear, bear, shirts and mug available now. Check the description below. 
<laughs> you cough like a dog. <laughs> they, just, they just do that one hard cough. <laughs> Their whole body's like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a kennel cough. <laughs> Relax, dude. I love, it when she, <laughs> I love it when she blinks. <coughs> Pace blink! Wait for it. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. He's just never gonna blink now. <coughs> okay, so my hair's not soft and shiny and sexy and nice. You got like a horseman. Oh, that's, that's a compliment. I wouldn't. I wouldn't reject that one. Horses are beautiful creatures. They are. I want to. I'm. I want to become like a cowboy horseman. A horse? No, like a half. You want to become a horse? <laughs> no, like a half cowman that rides a horse. You know, like a centaur. You, no, shut you know up, when James thinks of a cowgirl. Shut up. All oh, right. No, like stop. a hybrid. I, that's, yeah, like a half half cow, half human. Yeah, like a cat girl, but a cow <laughs> that wears like the leather slacks and rides a horse. <laughs> No, stop. No, you no, never. Is a cow that rides a horse. You never let this down ever. I'll never ever. That will never be <laughs> no, my that's point. That's the most life. ridiculous thing, bro. I don't even remember. Can you like not do that? Anime okay. addict, man. Yeah. I I wasn't addicted to anime, but it was just like the only thing I did at that time. I didn't have any other thing. You thing did going anime. On. You created anime. Yeah, I did. I'm a moon. You anime made story. Attack on Titan. Yeah. Did you? What's your OC? Um, myself. <laughs> With glasses. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. The new Puss in Boots is like Attack on Titan. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Does that have a soundtrack as good as Attack on Titan? That's that's literally yeah. the reason to watch Attack on Titan. Yuki Sawano. <laughs> yeah, whenever that shit happened, man. Uh-huh. Let's go! Uh-huh. Yeah, baby! He's well, amazing. I love that composer. Okay. Welcome to the second half. He did Gundam okay. Of the Jarcast, so we answer questions from the Jar Media community. Head over to the subreddit. It's going to be a short one this time because um, we've got to dedicate some more time to talk about Andrew Tate. Oh, God, no more, no more, no more! <laughs> um, Val Hoodie is going to get this part going. Okay. Hey, guys, just wanted to ask. I've been re-watching a few older episodes, and I just thought I'd ask... Was there ever a reason as to why pre-intro skits seem to have phased out a lot in the last couple of years, or even just the silly skits in general, like Halloween? Obviously, pre-intro segments still exist, but they're usually in the form of pissing about on the sofa, when beforehand they were beautifully acted cinematic masterpieces. Want to buy some death sticks? Always comes to mind. Do you have any intention of doing something like this again, or is it a staple (coughs) of older jar media? Bear, bear, thank you for reading my question. Um, Jamie never arrives on time, so we never, we never get the time Shut to really up. do any of that. No, the truth is, we used to be young, energetic, and passionate. Now we're old, miserable, jaded. and lethargic, and jaded. And we've always got diarrhea. Yeah. Always. And and um, maintaining Bugattis is a full-time job, let's be you know, right. we listened to that um, Paul McCartney jaded mix, and it's just changed our <laughs> uh, perspective on everything. Fresh, fresh. 
No, but it's like tight, that's tight, tight. We it was a different era of Java that was like more of a, a creative outlook for us. But now, I'd be down to do them. I feel like, like you guys not. don't like them. No, I love them. I love doing really yeah. cringy stuff on camera. Really? Yeah. Why don't we do them then? Well, ask Jamie. He's the one who doesn't want us to. Eh. We'll see. This is what we got to deal with. Yeah, literally, Jim. We'll just be like, oh, Jim, think of a really funny idea. That eh. And yeah, he'll, he'll do that. I feel like the answer is to set up a green screen and go wild. We did. We did the funny one in the, the <laughs> garage. That is actually amazing. Yeah, that rocked. We should do an attack <laughs> on turnip. up. <laughs> do you remember when we used to walk on screen with the applause? <laughs> that, that was like the most pathetic attempt at like some egocentric. No, that bullshit. was fire. It was fire. It was baller. It yeah. can't work on this setup though. No, there was that awesome one where um, I think uh, me and James came on, and then Jim on a green screen <laughs> pretended yeah, to come. That, and sit that down. was up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I sat down and said, "Mama." <laughs> Early, that was like just seeing, looking back at that era of jar, just it feels like crackhead energy. Yeah, but the thing is, the green screen we always use like two of those lights. On like full white blast, mm. so we all so look like ghostly <laughs> beings. <laughs> yeah, it's really noticeable if you look at them now. The lighting is horrible. Mm. Now that Halloween horrible. video is actually iconic. Yeah, it is. The the one where we surf down with the spiders. Yes, the spiders. Yeah. No, because I I remember like envisioning like in my head what it would look like, and then. Like <laughs> what what we ended up with, like <laughs> because like we like I was imagining like the biggest budget Hollywood like snowboarding like, actually <laughs> yeah and I was like yeah because then this will happen where we're like snowboarding down after the, and it's like stood in front of a green screen with some cringy music. <laughs> like, it's unbelievably funny though. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a classic. That, that no, that is like golden age. We're getting watched. Yeah, maybe one day we can, we can barely organise just doing the cast regular. Yeah, it's it's difficult. Jamie's yeah. schedule is so. Don't look at me. I was available today. <laughs> Varley W has this to say. It's been now over three years since Jim's Phantom Menace. Have any more supernatural or unexplained events come up since? Is there still a plan to investigate the grounds on which the scream was heard? All the best. Yeah, I've been so. constantly telling both of you that we should do it, but neither of you want to. Well, it's scary. Probably oh, what they can do hurt you. For those who don't know, um, Jim had like a ghost experience in, in the episode Jim's Phantom Menace, so go listen to... um. The segment the from that episode, episode, I think. Yeah. Was it a corncast? Yeah, I think so. Man. Yeah, that was really early corn. Mm. Was that really three years ago? I guess so. Yeah, 2020. It's 2023. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I'm a bit scared to go there, to be honest. I'm not. I. I no, honestly, just to f do some LST and just... Up. Like oh yes, God, let's yeah, fucking go. <laughs> no, no, I don't care because yeah. it's like if I'm doing it solo, I'll be scared. But it's like when you're in a group, you just you, 
No, one that's of why you, I think a Ouija board. No, that's why one of you gets a bit of adrenaline going, and then it's just like you, you, you get it from everyone else. It's we like you, we've got that jar Ouija board, the adrenaline made us. Yeah, yeah. We take yeah, it's it there. Perfect. I, um, but we have to take your car. But do, do you remember like being a kid, like when we were kids, <laughs> and bored one like afternoon, went into the top story of our house and looked out the window and just like convinced ourselves that we could see like a ghost. Mm. Yeah, I did that as a kid as well. But, like, wh- when there's multiple people involved, you start to, like... You feed off each other, yeah. Yeah, and and th- I reckon that's how you have, like, group sort of experiences, like, like extra terrestrial or yeah, extra... Yeah, no, we want to do it. I want some uh, shit. I want something to traumatise all of us. Yeah. Maybe it'll be aliens. Extra terrestrial. Maybe it'll be a balloon. That's fine. <laughs> um, both Pi three nine four four says, "Hey, Jar lads, what do you all do for fun when you have spare time?" I'm well aware of the awesome gamer energy all of you radiate, but is there anything else that fills you with joy? P.S. I know that James loves Warhammer, which I can't relate to, but I can relate to his love of cars. Smiley face. I love D and D. Yeah. I, lo- I kind of collect pot vinyls in the background. Okay, so Alex does Lego and Jamie does self-improvement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we just, we game. We play Civ. That's like our current, like, fun thing. Well, I play Civ. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> up. No, I... My main thing recently has been exercise. <laughs> and I... Do you think it's like kind of a hobby? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, I, I get enjoyment from it. You know, um, I don't really do anything else. Yeah, I quite like hiking, <laughs> picking my boogers. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? Yeah. Huh? Booger Nick over here. <laughs> well, like, uh, mine's mostly car focused because obviously I, I won my website and it's like I spend a stupid amount of time researching parts, finding out information, buying things to find out information. It's like just, it is like the, the consistent thing I do is everything related to. Mm. I've, got, I've got my Zen garden that I like to maintain. Mm. Mm. Your Zen mm. garden? Where's that? Have you not noticed it? Where? In the living room. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Myriad plants. Uh huh. I got my hangers, I got my avocado, I've got my <laughs> my ferns. I'm a big fan of the ferns. Yeah, ferns are cool. I want to get a fern tattoo on my eyeball. Get a fern that's kind of like, you know, like Avatar. Hmm. Yeah, I might just get like a Navi on me, you know? Have your face um, be a Narvi's face. Get spider <laughs> on your arm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, get woods from Black Ops on my leg. No, I, it's, it's a weird thing. Um, no, what you should do is have the Black Ops 1 theme in binary on your leg. In binary? Yeah. Have the notes in binary on your legs. When you when, if you know binary, you can go That's the Black Ops 2 theme. No, that's Black Ops 1. No. 
That's Black Ops 1, bro. That's Black Ops 1. Even I know that's, that. No, that is right. That's the multiplayer but, theme. Yeah, that's the multiplayer theme. What is the main theme? Um, who cares? Well, um, do you not think it's a good tattoo idea? No. You don't you don't write music in binary. Binary is yes or no. Yeah. Yes, no, yes, no, yes. <laughs> right, but <laughs> I've got I've got a good tattoo oh, yep. idea. Go on. I've got a fire tattoo idea. Picture this. Spider from Avatar 2. <laughs> Where's that noise? H H nine nine seven has one what for is you. Who's that noise? James. No, no, forget about it. There's one for you here, James. Oh no, don't ask me. Car questions. question for our boy James. Oh. What are your thoughts on Fords? I know a lot of car guys don't like them, but me personally, since I'm an idiot and know nothing about cars, think they are all right. I drive a 2010 Ford Escape, by the way. <laughs> okay, so this is a thing. <laughs> there's there's three different ki- there's there's three different kinds of Ford. There's mm-hmm. Ford America. Ford Europe and Ford Australia, all different. They sell different types of cars, different cultures. Um, UK Ford is ch- is basically seen as chav. They're mm. asbo. They're being antisocial. <laughs> right. That's that's how they're seen. There's some really good cars in there, really great cars. But like, like if you own a Ford, you're a Ford guy. In America, it's very different, and I can't say I know about it because it's like the pickup culture, the Ford Escapes, mm. Ford Mustangs, and what whatnot. I and was then, just about to ask about Mustangs. I I see the odd um, Mustang in, in our little town here. There is there is a few Mustangs around, but it's different because they they sold the Mustang here for smaller. I don't understand. I was just about to ask about my. Se- <laughs> Why? Why is Siri was listening on the cast? It's messed up. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Talk about Ford Mustangs and scares off on one. The Ford Mustangs that they sold here were kind of like a bit shit because they sold them with um. What was wrong with them? They they sold them with a two liter engine, not a V eight. You can get you can get V eight ones, but it's like if you buy you don't buy a Mustang in the UK. Because our country's not built for Mustangs. They're too big. They're too... Yeah. You they can't afford to run them. Yeah. Mm. And Australia is just bogan shit, isn't it? <laughs> this is AU Falcon, mate. You're just being a, a bogan. <laughs> it's that's, that's what Fords are in Australia. And I love that. Mm. I wouldn't own a Ford personally. That's, that's all I can really say. Would you, Jim? Jamie's a Toyota guy. Yeah, respectable. J- James is right. Yeah, I don't think I I will ever need to buy a car that isn't Toyota. Yeah, and if you're gonna upgrade from the Celica, you're buying a JZX100. Okay, you're buying my car, but a Toyota. That's that's the cool thing about to- Toyota to me, though, is that they've got something like for everything. Yeah, and they're all cool. They are all really cool. I can get you one cheap. Hey. <laughs> If you need cars, I got them. I can find them. I got the contacts. No, you should get a pickup. No, I'm you should not get a Toyota pickup. I'm not a pickup. No, bro, a Hilux. You can literally crash into everything, including the sea, and it will be fine. Sea. <laughs> you know, generally. Why, why, why do you say that? Hilux, the the no, OG why, Hilux. Why do I need a car that can crash into anything? <laughs> huh? You've had a good run in with crashing into things as of late. We didn't actually talk about that. No. In the past, did we? I don't think we did. Did no. I mention it? No. He's crashed into something else since. Bro, t- tell the story. 
Um, I w- I mean, it's it's not that much of a story, but I I hit a deer. Mm. I was I, I must have been. I must have been driving like 30, 40 down a country road and just suddenly this like big ass stag appears. Like we're we're talking a huge deer with giant antlers, like a monster animal. Oh, sake Paisley. You don't no. appreciate, you don't appreciate how big like a deer is until yeah, yeah. it's like on your windscreen. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> I, I managed to slow to probably like 20. By the time I actually like came into contact with it, and it it slid up the the windscreen and then slid back down, and by the time like I'd figured out like what the hell was going on, it was gone. So I really I imagine it's okay. Um, Your car is quite; it has a small frontal area, so it is like perfectly designed yeah, to like well, scoop up. <clears throat> I mean, worst. Worst injury I imagine it got was all to like the the lower legs mm. on it um, because because my car is very low. It is low, and like you say, a small sort of space surface area. At the you front. can see on my car now. There's a bunch of like paint cracks where the legs obviously hit, mm. um, and yeah, it, it just slid up, slid back down, disappeared might have like broken one of its ankles or something yeah um, unlikely yeah i don't know but i've had a crash at like 40 50 and i didn't break anything so the deer's probably fine well, what, you what didn't do you break, mean by that you didn't break the deer or your car i didn't break myself <clears throat> well yeah I, I mean i didn't have any broken buttons from it because <laughs> i was just sat in a car but i'm talking about the deer yeah the deer um, would have probably been fine well, I imagine so. It managed to jump because this this country road is like two high ass fences, mm. like so it leaped over. Yeah, like taller than the car. These fences. Mm. So this this deer leapt over, and they're they're like the most elegant things. Mm. They just flow through space like, yeah, yeah, like zero effort and just glide through, and then get swept up by my car. All things considered, hitting this big ass animal. Very little damage to my car. Um, very little damage to the animal, from what I can gather. Um, yeah, it was scary as f- and I'm glad I wasn't going any faster. Mm-hmm. If you were going any faster, you probably would have missed it. Because <clears throat> you wouldn't have been well, in that place at that time. So if you're doing 40, for even like a few seconds, you'd have missed it. Well, then it might have like directly hit the side of the car. 40 mile an hour, even for like a few seconds, you'd have missed it. But that's what I was going until I saw it. You said you were doing 30, 35. 30, 40. Did 60. (laughs) Speed saves lives. (laughs) Stump's just giving the worst advice on the planet. (laughs) Because it also like increases the time to slow down. Yeah, no. But it's just like that's you got, like that's relative though. It's like you it happened because you were just at the perfect place at the right time. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like incredibly unlucky that it happened, but yeah. considering it happened, I am very lucky. Yes, how it happened. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. your car's pretty fine. Like you, you, you if you yeah, look your face on, this like looks fine. Yeah, you wouldn't know that I've hit a deer. Yeah. But there's there's like dents and scratches on the on the bonnet. There's cracked paint right at the front. And the the front right 
light headlight, headlight has been like Except. sort of pressed in. Yeah. Passes my eye, which is fine. There you go. And then you scratched it recently, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a new scratch anyway. No, yeah, it's a new scratch. Yeah. No, but this is the thing with cars, is you just, you don't care. Because if you care about cars, but you don't know about cars, you're just going to get whipped off. Because mm. every place is trying to scam you around every well, corner. Well, that's, that's what I was saying to you yesterday, was, yeah. um, like, I, I kind of want to get it repaired. Yes. Because there's, like, enough damage to my car now where I feel like... Get it, get it a bit fresh paint and it'll yeah, be good. Yeah, get it, get it freshened up and then I can scratch it all up again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I, I mentioned a place I was going to go to and you were like, no, don't. Yeah, don't. I've worked at these because places, you, they can't. Well, yeah, I, I, I totally wouldn't be in the know. No, yeah. I probably wouldn't shop around. I'd do whatever's convenient. Yeah, which is just at the great expense. Well, you just have a guy who does it for you cheap. Mm-hmm. So it's just like ever get in a crash, just don't don't go for insurance, don't go to any shop you see, just uh Well depending just on Just DM James and he will he will tell you the Yeah, I'll DM me and I'll I'll get I'll I'll have connections in America or Australia I can get you sorted. <laughs> uh, Muntering asks this. Long time listener, last time questioner. I've recently been thinking about previous times sliders have mentioned that they steal jar memes to use among friend groups. So I'd like to ask what you think about the concept of sourcing jokes as when I say something people find funny and I didn't make it, I usually feel bad and tell them of the source. For example, Argy Bebo. Oh, what are you laughing at? You literally said earlier you were going to do a little Bebo tweet. <laughs> On the Jar account? I'm a member of Jar, I can do that. <laughs> you can't come up to me with your Bebo and then blame me for saying it all the time. I feel like, go ahead, take the credit, if you feel like there's no way that it's ever, ever, ever going to come out what the true mm. source was. If there's even the tiniest bit of doubt, just say, oh, I heard this funny thing on a podcast, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but it's less funny when you don't make it up. Yeah, It is less funny, but also... What is less funny than it coming out later down the line? Oh, that really, really, really funny thing actually turned out to be not the, even the yours. The funniest thing I ever heard <laughs> wasn't even yours, really. Well, no, but we, we, we need to consider this as a society, really. Pay us. <laughs> no. Mm. That should be if, number no, one if, anyway. If, if the initial, like, you had that moment of, of bliss and happiness where you where, where you heard someone say something that wasn't theirs, but you didn't know, right? And you, you just thought it was the funniest thing, it was amazing, and then later on you find out that they stole it. Well, you know what? I still had the good times, you know? I still had that laugh. Mm. Until it's all sapped away when you find not, out that you're a... It's you're not a, sapped away, though. It's it's like... It's it is like, sapped away. No, it's like Star Wars Episode Seven. It doesn't take away from how good Episode Five is, man. What I will say is that yes. if if any of our jokes or any anything we say... If you repeat it and you end up getting friends, getting partners or getting whatever, or even getting married, we... Royalties. Because we, we have a role to play in that, that friendship, relationship, marriage. Mm. So you, we, you owe us something... 
and I don't think that's unreasonable to expect. I think I'm with James on this. Because you clearly wouldn't have got there without us. Mm-hmm. At least, yeah, you gotta, you got to respect where it came from. Hmm. Pay homage. Even just liking the video, you know? Yeah. G giving us yeah. five stars yeah. on the spot. Like, or share, and subscribe the video. You know? Hit that bell yeah, icon make and YouTube shorts about our content and get us rammed in the algorithm. So we too can get a bugali. <laughs> a bugali. <clears throat> uh, Burst Whale says this. Hello, boys. Hello. Hope, you hope you're doing well. Since about April or May of 2020, I've been watching the cast back from the beginning. And with the recent Spied episode, I'm finally caught up. Almost three years of watching this complete S. Thanks for wasting hours of my life. <laughs> Jokes aside though, great podcast, keep it up, flungers. Anyway, my actual point of discussion is how I've noticed that Jar perfectly represents how YouTube has become. From the early days of weed and other drugs, among such other titles, to the present, where you guys have to censor swears in the cast due to the algorithm. Not so much of a question as much of a potentially interesting point. Bear Bear Zip Clippers. You're just making shit up at this point. <laughs> what is a flunger? No, shut up. You do not get to say that. <laughs> what do you mean? You make shit I'm up all the No, no, I'm no. A no. few people who's allowed. Why are you allowed? Yeah, why why are they not allowed? So you're on some some pedestal. I'm yeah, allowed dictator. to cater. No, yeah, you're no, standing Look, at yeah. look how many people have already attached themselves to Mighty. And that was a complete accident like make Mighty. What's Mighty? <laughs> yeah, what is Mighty's, bro? <laughs> the Mighties. They know. They don't Mighty know. Mighty Meaties. The mighty meaties out there. Mighty is a good ass word. Mighty's good, isn't it? No, yeah. it's not. You, For a fan base, that makes them sound like they've got something behind them. They got a spine. Yeah. yeah. The mighties out there. Yeah. They have um they they have uh they they have spine. Don't know how I feel about zip clipper though. Hmm. It's kinda cool, but pick not. one or the other, I'd say. Zippy eye, clippy eye. No clippers, no clippers. Only get that to be called that when they've made enough sh uh, YouTube shorts about us to. Um, yeah, because they up. made enough clips. Yeah, clippers. Mm. Yeah. Zippers though, they're the people who spread it. The mm. clippers yeah, supply the, the zippers. Clippers, is yeah. the the supply. You become a mighty when you've clipped enough jar clips. No, that's when you've you provided them to enough zips. Yeah, yeah. You've been a clipper and a zipper. That's when oh, you become you a to, mighty. You have to zip clip. Yeah. And then dip. Yeah, you got to dip. You got to dip and get out of there. Before they notice yeah. your plans. Yeah, it's like a heist. Yeah. Nah, but because recently uh, Susan Wood Wojewski has like left YouTube. Um, so now there's the... And I saw people like celebrating this, but I'm just like scared, honestly. I'm yep, thinking. because the guy who's now in front of it is like a web-free crypto NFT integration Ooh. guy. Nice. Yeah, he, he's like the guy who started trying to integrate NFTs into like everything. <laughs> So, um, YouTube, um, if you want this episode, you're going to have to buy an NFT, an NFT jar key. <laughs> there was this bizarre moment on the, on the, uh, I watched the Brit Awards the other day and there was a part where like the narrator or the host was like introducing someone and was like, this guy is one of the first British artists who integrated NFTs into their brand. And it was like, in the, and I was just like, that's cool, man. I'm going to invest in that, probably. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. What do you think about that one, NFT bros? Huh? Uh, what do you want us to say? 
What can we say? What? I want you to whip out your Pup Filthies and I want you to tell me what to... You should have bought Pup Filthy when he was worth pennies. No, bro, I just sort of lost like probably... No, when you, early on when you found it, if you just pumped and dumped, you would have been fine. What, it pumped into Pup Filthy and then dumped Pup Filthy? Yeah, well, yeah, that's how, you, that's how they work, bro. That's how you've got to make money. Yeah, it's, it's like the fastest turnover. Just You don't pump in and then, then stay because they're going to give you free money. You, you don't pump do that and dump. Yeah, you dump. If it rhymes, it works. Pump and dump. It's like you do with the stock market as well. You don't stay. You don't keep a stock when it peaked years ago. Pump and dump. I feel like that was directed at me. <laughs> yeah, it was directed at you. <laughs> you should have. I pumped and dumped. Look at me. I'm minus two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I. I miss pup filthy. I miss NFTs. For sure. Uh, when things were innocent and clean. Where's your, where's your board eight? <laughs> back in the good old days. What board eight? Yeah, when Jimmy Fallon was buying his monkey. When uh, when Paris Hilton went on Jimmy Fallon and they were sharing and bonding over apes. Oh my god, that is so cringy to look back at now. <laughs> it was cringy when it was coming out. Yeah, but now because now they're worth it? nothing. It's like oh. <laughs> Nice. Do you remember that guy you wrote in that was like, no, guys, you just don't get it. Yeah, Pop Filthy. They, was it, was it Pop Filthy you bought for? I'm pretty sure it was like some kind of like automated ape thing. No, it was Pop Filthy because you get paid. Automated ape? No, I don't think it was Pop Filthy. <laughs> I think that was one I found. Ape. I'm pretty sure I found the yeah, Pop Filthy No, you shit. wanted to buy Pop Filthy for James. <laughs> you should have because then I would just pumped and dumped it and made money. <laughs> Because that's your favourite thumbnail, isn't it, James? I'm going to filthy in the background. <laughs> Pay's eating the baby food. Yeah, genuinely, I <laughs> fucking love filthy it. in there. Yeah, he's in the pay- Yeah, Pup Filthy's right No, I want... I love that picture so much, I do want it framed <laughs> on the set. <laughs> what, Pup Filthy? Yeah, the... No, Paisley, like, uh, sloughing, slurping some juice. Well, I guess speaking of, Doug Walker fan 27 says, What was your grossest dog moment? Hey, Jar, I was inspired to ask this question because I work at a doggy daycare. And today, a dog pissed straight blood and then slipped in it. With that said, what is your personal <laughs> grossest dog experience? Watching Argy eat his own shit. Yeah, that, that is, is bad. That is like... I saw quite a good Instagram reel of a corgi eating poo straight from a dog. Yeah, asshole. I've seen that same one. I sent oh. it to James. Yeah, yeah it's actually... Oh. Like, all corgis are a little bit munted. Let's see if I can find it for you, bro. That's horrible. Yeah, no, that is a good example, because watching Argy do that, like, he doesn't just, like, gulp it down quick. He, like, chews it. <laughs> he loves it. He, fl- he, like, he saves it. He enjoys it. He, yeah, he, like, like, you give him a bowl of biscuits and he devours that, like, yeah, but no, when it's, no sh- when it's his but own shit. When, when it's digested already once before and he goes back for more. It's warm. Yeah, he just turns. He shits, turns around, and no, slowly he will, eats. It. Yeah, no, he's he does a shit, turns around, eats it while shitting, so he can turn back around and eat the other fresh one. He's f- disgusting, but he gets dingles as well. So he covers in acid shit, and he yeah, can't eat. Yeah, dingles can't yeah. eat their own ass. So. <laughs> yeah, they can't clean their own butt. But yeah, that was that. That was a big one for me. It was when Ogi was put on um uh steroids, and he started eating his own poo. Um. Mm. And then never stopped. Yeah, it just unlocked something. It changed his brain chemistry. And now he's just perpetually overweight. Apparently it's because they're not getting enough nutrition. Like, genuinely, that's actually why they eat their own shit. No, that's why they eat grass. Sorry I got that wrong. 
No, go- dogs eat grass because they're not getting the what they need. I argue would eat grass till he was sick. And then eat his shit. <laughs> eat his sick. And then would eat the sick, yeah. He's such That's a- the worst bit. Like, I... I don't understand animals. Like, <laughs> naturally, humans vomit and they're like... I, I don't want to be anywhere near this vomit. Mm-hmm. It smells horrible. Like, I want nothing to do with it. You know? But dogs are just like... Round two, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I, m- I remember Max doing that, being sick, and then just like, well, time to clean up. I mean, I I appreciate the the consideration, but you may you 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 got to clean the mess you make. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I appreciated it, so then I didn't have to clean it up. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. Be sick. Well, it's kind of like meal two from one. Yeah, and I'm hungry again. I wasn't hungry, now I'm hungry. No, and it's when they get food. It's when they get angry at you for watching them eat their own sick. They like to see it as like a, a, a breach in trust. Well, they get like embarrassed. Yeah, and they're like... Mm. They look at you like... Oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know? Alright, I got one more here, guys. Okay. From Screensaver. Yeah. I heard Alex has been getting into COD as of late. You know, he had A couple he, of episodes no. ago. No. Mm-hmm. And I would like to know what has made him reconsider over the years up to this point. He's always said that he's never played because of the war glorification aspect. So hearing he's been playing Modern Warfare 2 with the boys during the 2022 media wrap-up surprised me. Uh, you, start, you, you, you got rid of it, didn't you? Yeah, I deleted it like ages ago now. Why? Well, you're re-downloading it, baby. We played it, what, once? No, because you, wouldn't, you wouldn't actually play it with us. I'm pretty sure we played it once. No, but no, but you once. didn't want to play it with us. Yeah, because it sucks. It doesn't though. Shut you, up. No, you had the best time on it. Don't it lie. It sucks. It's lame. Oh my god. I would have played it if King Kong was there. Shut up. Or Godzilla as well. <laughs> Dingle versus <sighs> Kong just going. Thank you no. for watching this episode no. of the Jarmy's no. Podcast. No, Alex, you're wrong. Why? What's your favourite game of all time? Um, Godzilla on GameCube. Thank you for watching this episode of the Jarmy's <laughs> Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it, and if you disagree with anything we've said, please let us know. Thank you for watching. Leave us alone. Goodbye.